It's Tuesday, May 16th, 2023. Welcome to the Daily Scoop podcast, where you'll hear the latest news and trends facing government leaders. I'm the host of the Daily Scoop podcast, Billy Mitchell. Here's what's happening now. The General Services Administration has selected 15 members for its new Secure Cloud Advisory Committee. The inaugural group includes technology experts from both industry and government. The committee, established by FedRAMP legislation last year, will advise and provide recommendations to the GSA administrator and federal agencies on cloud computing. The Department of Transportation has been hit with a data breach that may have exposed employees' personal data. The breach, first reported by Reuters, is expected to affect over 100,000 employees. DOT says the breach was isolated to certain administrative systems at the department used for functions such as employee transit benefits processing. You can read more about these stories and more at fedscoop.com. The UI Path Together Public Sector Summit is a week away. Don't miss the chance to learn from government IT and industry leaders about how they're leveraging automation for mission impact. It's a great lineup featuring CISA CIO Bob Costello, IRS CFO Teresa Hunter, and Air Force's Venus Goodwine. You can register now at fedscoop.com slash attend. Agencies across government are moving to become more data-driven. At last week's GIST 23 Summit, my Scoop News Group colleague Wyatt Cash spoke with U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services Chief Information Security Officer Shane Barney to discuss how USCIS is using data to bolster its cybersecurity strategy. For, you know, as a chief information security officer, obviously my focus is security. Um, and a lot of people don't realize how critical taking a data-driven approach is to security. Um, it, it starts with the data, it ends with the data, so that's where you should be focused. So when we first started, in, when I first started as deputy CISO and eventually as CISO, the approach, we, we kind of changed the way we thought about how we implement security practices and procedures based on a data-driven design. Um, and this drove a lot of our decision making. It actually, it's how we prioritize how we purchase tools or how we, how we go about doing protections because we start at that data layer. Um, with that data in, in pros, we also looked, that's how we got ourselves into automation because we, the data USCIS collects is overwhelming and a lot of it. So there's no way human beings could ever get, possibly get in front of that. So taking that sort of data-driven mindset helped us streamline the overall security operations for us. And it, and it enabled us to do things we never could do before to monitor such a vast cloud infrastructure um, with literally a handful of people and do it successfully. Um, you know, it got to the point where we were able to get rid of our entire tier one of our SOC because I no longer needed people to stare at screens. When the pandemic hit and everybody tried to, you know, had to go home basically, a lot of the SOC operations suffered because they were used to being in a big room with lots of monitors and lots of stuff going on. Well, I don't, I don't need that. I just don't. That data-driven design that optimized a lot of our response capabilities in our incident as well as our monitoring and alerting. Um, and in fact, now we're getting to the point where the, you know, we actually have stopped even doing the actual responses and we automate that. So yeah, we, we know about something that happened, but it's already been dealt with, handled, and we're only getting a notification that the event's over and you know, go about your day. Um, you know, over in milliseconds in reality. So that data-driven design for in terms of how we, how we has been critical for us and it's, in, and it's going to continue to be so. And then talk a little bit more specifically about how has data-driven strategies strengthened security itself? So, and that's, that, that actually, is the, that is the crux of it um, because that's how you strengthen security. And I think that's probably what a lot of people miss. Data, the idea of data-driven design was a kind of a buzzy word for a bit. Um, and people just kind of threw it out there, not realizing what it meant. 
Um, and so for us, uh, you know, we took it to mean that if we, we, surf, we, we took we looked at what we do as an operation and we started looking at how we go about doing that. And, and that drove a lot of interesting questions. And one of the things that we've noticed within, especially within security operations, is how stovepiped operations are. Um, when you start taking it as a data-driven design, you're like, well, wait a second, you know, the data that you're using for risk management and for governance is also required in the SOC. Why are we stovepiping this when the reality is, is that this is actually one big collection? So that's actually what we did. Um, you know, when we talk about SOAR, for example, which tends to focus only on a security operations center, that's, that, that's not what we did. Because of the data approach we were looking at, we look at security automation. We look at how we overall envision that. Um, and now, you know, one of the big things we're going to do this year is pull away from basically all the big vendors that are out there who are providing SOAR products because they're not meeting what the next generation needs. Um, the stuff that I'm seeing today is not optimized for success. It's modularized. It's what they're doing is they're they're deploying these like no code, low code solutions, which yeah, that, that's fine for the masses, but that doesn't meet mission specific requirements based on the data part of it. And that's where it's failing, and it's failing us. So starting this time next year, we were actually gonna build a framework-based approach where in, we are going to build our own. Um, and, and where it's gonna be open source based, it's going to be API driven. Um, flexible, um, it'll be able to expand and contract as we need it to do. Uh, we'll build in the AI and MI as we need it, not as the vendors think we need it. Um, and it's not that I have anything against the vendor community itself. I think they're responding to the markets. What they don't realize is they're not responding to the threat environment. And that disconnect is, is a critical one that needs to be taken into consideration, and they're not doing it. Um, and it's unfortunate because we started out, we were one of the first federal agencies to get in the automation game. Um, and now I'm looking at it ready to back out um, because the changes that I'm seeing on the market side are just not matching up with the threat landscapes. And I know we've talked about zero trust in the past, so how do you see this sort of new trajectory you're talking about? Oh, I uh, think it is the zero trust trajectory. So talk about that Because a you look at the threat landscape, you know, threat landscapes are, are unreal fluid. I mean, from the time I started this interview to the time I stopped, I'm guaranteed some threat changed. Um, how can we expect our, our security operations and our, our actually operate the way we do things to stay static or even checkbox based? Um, and so they've got to mirror that fluidity, that fluidity, fluidity, that's right. right. Um, and they've got to make sure that we can continue to do that. It's got to be dynamic. Um, and if you lock yourself into a no code, low code solution, you're, you're literally locked in. Um, you're limited in what you can and cannot do. If you have to introduce a new product and that product's not supported by your store, what do you do? You know, so you suddenly, you, you find yourself cramping your style in a sense. And zero trust, what zero trust is all about is recognizing the importance of the data first, because it's really what you do, really. Because you start with the data and decide how you're going to secure it and build upwards. Well, when you do that, you're also recognizing how fluid that, how much that changes. Um, and if you don't understand that, you probably got to go back and look, because I guarantee you it's changed since you last looked at it. Um, and so our implementation of zero trust is tied to the hip of us changing the way we do automation. It has to, it has to change. Um, the old days of a play, you know, a lot of these vendors, I hate to keep saying the vendors, like they're evil. They don't, I don't think they are at all. But the way that the, the, these things are being packaged, they're very, very playbooky. You know, check boxes almost, you know, they're electronic check boxes, which is better, but not by much. You know, I need the ability to modulize that. I need to be able to pull that all apart. And I, I need to be able to do it on the fly. Um, I have worked enough major incidences in my career to know better. There is not one playbook fits all. 
And so what I need though is that my development team who I have in my SOC at all times, 24 seven, 365, if I'm in the middle of an incident, I need my SOAR tool to do something that it's not doing today, I want them to build it and release it. And I want them to do it in five, five minutes. I don't get that from the vendor community right now. The low code, no code solution is not a solution. Well, Shane Barney, thank you so much for stopping by and sharing some of your insights with thank us. You. Thank you very much. You can learn more about USCIS's cyber strategy at thedailyscooppodcast.com. The Daily Scoop podcast is available on all podcast platforms. If you've already rated the podcast on your platform of choice, thanks so much. High ratings and good reviews of the show help more people to find it. The Daily Scoop podcast is a production of the Scoop News Group in Washington, D.C. James Mahoney and Carlin Fisher help put the show together, and the entire Scoop News Group team contributes. We'll talk to you again Thursday afternoon. Until then, I'm your host, Billy Mitchell. Thanks so much for listening.